Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. So, just looking through the headlines of the day, uh, basically, not a lot of great news coming forward. Tribe accused of predatory lending, and some may have been fleeced as well. So, you fleeced someone, and then someone fleeced you, and then are we going to have to pay the bill for it? Is that the plan? <laughs> Knowing the way the world works, probably. Yeah, yeah that, that, yeah. Made, that made no sense in my mind, so absolutely that's what's yes. happening. <laughs> That's exactly right. You're fleecing me and I'm fleecing you. Let's hand it over to the people of Minnesota to pay the bill. Yes. What do you say? Now, it's a tribal deal, so they'll have to pay it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so. yeah, I don't think that would bleed over into us, hopefully. Predatory lending. What does that mean? Like an interest rate of 30% or something? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, where like it's, yeah, they know that, hey, either this person has troubled credit where have no choice but oh, to pay sure. for this type of thing or yeah maybe elderly who knows oh yeah like everybody i grew up with you mean like that <laughs> it, what is the top i shouldn't say top rate what is kind of the middling rate on some of these credit cards isn't it like 22 percent or something yeah you can get up into the 20s and even if you <laughs> like buying a car depending on your credit like yeah they'd be like yeah right. your rates you know 20 percent in you have no choice but to pay it because, you know, you got to get to work somehow. That is a tough road to hoe. There's no question about it. I want to address this at some point. You know, we're going to get a few minutes until we uh, until we break uh, into a little sports action and all that stuff. A lot, a lot to talk about in sports, as a matter of fact. We'll get to that in about five minutes, somewhere in there. But um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I wish you could tell, hey, you know what? I got up this morning and looked at the news and things are looking really good. Well, good luck. That's all I'm saying. One of these days. Look at this. Here's another one. Tattersall Distilling blames hacking for alleged $120,000 in missing rent. Uh, Get off the internet. I know we're on the internet right now, but we should get off it. I'll yell really loud from here, and you yell loud, and we'll kind of meet in Michigan or something. (laughs) Yeah. They're blaming, so like they're trying to say somebody hacked them, and that's why their rent payments didn't go through it see they said the tattersall distilling blames hacking yep you're absolutely right it's the hacking yeah there's not a lot of good news out there and there's a lot of have you been following the uh chiefs fan that had three of his friends die in his backyard what what that froze to death yeah it's the most one of the most bizarre oh, stories i've ever heard they're apparently had some watch party a couple weeks ago i believe it was uh january 7th and he went to bed, and he woke up, and his three friends were frozen to death in his backyard. And he claims that, you know, he has no idea what happened or anything like that. And so now there's this huge investigation on how these three random guys, or like not random, but his three friends froze to death on his back porch while he was inside asleep. How old were these people? Uh, I believe they're in their 30s. And they froze. Why don't you knock on the door? 
Right. That's and they're like, yeah, they, they none of them were drug use. It wasn't like they overdosed or something outside really? or anything like were that. They, yeah. Were they drunk or something? Like this is this is not a prison. It's a guy's backyard. Like how could you not right. leave? Like most fences, you can. Yeah, and the guy's story keeps changing. Where they're like, well, Uh now there was a fifth person that happened to be there that left at midnight and everybody was inside watching Jeopardy. And so then he's like, well, how did these three guys then get outside? And he's like, there wasn't any like major drug usage or anything like that. And so, yeah, it's a very weird case in Kansas City going on right now. That is uh, why three 30-year-olds would freeze to death on a back porch rather than kick in your door. If you didn't answer the door, just kick it in. Yeah, and that's what like all of their families are saying. They're like, these guys aren't. Like they didn't all get blackout drunk and were screwing around outside. Right, right. You're like something potentially nefarious is going on. Was this you ever was, been black? Oh, go ahead, sir. Was this? I'm trying to think about this. So, like, logistic, logistically, was the seventh a, a Sunday? Because why would they? Yeah, it was. It would have been a Sunday, and then I think they didn't hear back from like the family members were trying to reach out and find them on a Monday, and I don't think the police were there until tuesday i was gonna say because like you if you know you have work the next day you're not getting you know right pissed drunk you're you're gonna be a a little responsible so this doesn't make any sense to me no it's and then yeah with the fifth friend that was there now and there's all these like inconsistencies in the story and they're not investigating as a homicide but they're like something we don't know how these three guys just froze to death outside Hmm, okay okay i have a question for you so you just said what to 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 do what you you don't get that drunk because you have work the next day? Yeah. That, that'd be, that's the plan, I would say, usually. Yeah. yeah. Okay, where were you guys when I was, like, 18? <laughs> Where's the, where was the good info then? Uh, I was probably about, what, 40 years off from being born? Yeah, the, you, <laughs> yeah that's true. You gotta, you, there's always that first time, I feel like, where you're like, oh, yeah, I can make it through work the next day. And then you're like, oh, nope, hungover at work is not ideal, so we're going to not do this anymore. I told you I worked at Blad Home Brothers making the making those fences for 35W and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Henry was the foreman on the deal. He could tell when Uncle Tommy had been out the night before. And I said, how do you know? And he goes, because when you come in, when you haven't, you go, hey, Henry, how you doing? How's everything going? And if you had stayed up a little late partying the night before, it's always, hey, Henry, how are you? <laughs> I can barely hear you. Your voice gets so deep. From boozing it up and not getting enough sleep. Yeah, it's not a good idea to be boozing it up on a Sunday night. Uh, not at all. No. Unless you have Monday off, of course. Yeah. Well, especially, like, if you got to work early in the morning, ugh, that yeah. just sounds terrible, trying to get up and yeah. get on with your life. No. You know, it's still really weird that I can sleep now until 7.30 in the morning. that Or 7 o'clock, I should say. Yeah. That feels really weird, because I've been getting up at 3.30 to 4 o'clock in the morning for 40 years. It feels really bad. But I'm getting used to it. I'm adjusting mm-hmm. to it. It's like, hey, this feels pretty good. All right. That's do, good. Do you ever find yourself just naturally waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, even without an alarm clock? I did for the, about the first three, four months of this job. I still woke up at 3.30 in the morning for about three or four months. Mm-hmm. And then it was 5 in the morning for a couple <laughs> of months. And then it was 5.30. I finally got used to waking up. I still do wake up at 5.30, but I can get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I pretty much wake up every half hour to 45 minutes until I get up at 7 o'clock. I mean, that's you know. improvement, though. Yeah. That's improvement. Oh, God, yes. It's, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting the best sleep I've ever gotten in my entire life. 
So, you know, it kind of worked out. Worked out great. Yeah. we got to take a break because we're coming right back. Lots to talk about in the sports world, and we'll do that with Judd Zolgad in a couple of minutes. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, correct? You are correct. I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that is a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys Island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now... That's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. It's Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself, and if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield, Minnesota. He's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Minnesota again. Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country, as a matter of fact. From Coast to Coast Mortgage, she'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys, new and existing homes for sale, and you would love the Florida Keys. Been there many, many times. Uh, they're Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. What do you think of that action, ladies and gentlemen? Belting out a tune first thing in the morning. Now we're talking. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, your legal issues, your banking, and more. Same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. That's very true. Someone you can trust who gets results. And the trust part is huge, believe me. I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That number again, 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Woo! That was us screaming to a halt just to go to Judd Zolgad because it's sports time. And I'm just going to hand it off to you because I, saw, I woke up this morning. And before I went for my walk, I turned on the TV, and they, all they said was big news out of Michigan from their head coach. But I turned it off because I wanted you to tell me 
what the I don't know the big news yet. I'm assuming I know the big news. Do the the letters SD have anything to do with it? Um, SD as in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, now it's it's L A. But yes, because oh, that's Chargers, right. I keep forgetting that it's L A. Yeah, now I do that's too. Right. <laughs> I do too. So I knew exactly what you meant. That's terrible. But yeah, well, but yes, Jim Harbaugh, um, not surprisingly, who has been trying to get back into the National Football League. I mean, heck, two years ago it was the Vikings. Last year it was Denver. And mm-hmm. this time it's the Chargers. And this time it worked. And so he is leaving Michigan. You are. You were correct about your assumption. He's going to L.A. just a little north of San Diego. Is that a good way to put it? I, yes. And, and by the way, I'm with you, though. They belong still in San Diego. Yeah, I agree. I, so I, I'm uh, with you on this. I, San Diego is a beautiful town, no question. Mm-hmm. Got a little problem with immigration and migration and all that stuff right now. But one of my favorite memories of going to San Diego for the first time, I went with a friend of mine who was a very smart guy, by the way. He was not a moron. We were driving <laughs> down the freeway going into San Diego because we flew into L.A., hung around with some friends, and then drove down to San Diego. And he goes, I, I got to ask you a question. Because why, why it says like Billings CYN, Billings Sin, or it says like uh, Amalgam Sin. What I said, it's for Canyon, you dope. <laughs> CYN Sin, yes. How do you not know that stands for Canyon? Well, if you're from here, you might not. You might well, yeah. be like, huh, what? A canyon? What, huh? <laughs> what the hell's a canyon? That's Never true. Never heard of that, yeah. That's a good, well, that is a good point. We don't have, do we have any canyons in Minnesota? I don't, Probably not. I don't think so. I could, yeah, I was going to say no, nothing at least that qualifies as being marked, right? Yeah, but that's true. No, there's no, yeah, there's no Bartel sin or Sartell but or whatever. But San Diego, like, like they've, you know, the Padres and the Chargers mm-hmm. sort of, in my opinion, belonged there. And, and mm-hmm. the last thing, you know, Los Angeles didn't necessarily want one pro football team, much less two now. I agree with you. That, that's the thing that amazed me is Los Angeles don't really care about football that much, do they? Well, no. In fact, they, they lost two teams in, in the 90s because <laughs> the Rams went to St. Louis for a while before they right. moved back. Yep. And the Raiders actually went from Oakland to Los Angeles, and they they played in the Coliseum because right. the right. Rams played in the Coliseum for years, and then they moved to Anaheim. So the Raiders replaced them in the Coliseum. Then the Raiders went back to Oakland, and now of course they're in Las Vegas. No, I don't think they do care that much. And I, I you know, what's so funny for me? Uh, people in my generation heard for years, we can never move a sports team to Las Vegas. It would not look good at all. There's too much gambling going on. Now they can't wait to get to Las Vegas. They are tripping over each other to get there. And, and the incredible thing, too, is about what you just said. You think about how long gambling was just a complete taboo, right? Now oh, yeah. it's, hey, yeah. go, go, you know, Go to FanDuel between quarters and bet on this or that. There, right. there are there are teams now that have casinos in their arena. Phoenix does. I think Washington does. I think the Cubs put, <laughs> put one in Wrigley Field. Like they're not big, you know, not like casino casinos, right. but like sports mm-hmm. gambling and all of that, um, which eventually we will have here, but that's going to take a while. Going to be a, well. You can gamble. No, you, can you gamble on sports on the on the uh, tri- tribal nope. lands? Oh, you no, still can't. No. Okay, you still nice. can't. You you can in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but you cannot here. Yeah, or Iowa is another one. You go down yep. thirty five. There's a casino down there that a lot of people go to. 
Really? Diamond Joe's. <laughs> yep. Right over the border. A, was it about a two-hour drive, something like that? Uh, yeah, if, about that, I think. Couple yeah, hours. probably a little bit less. Yeah, probably a little less. Because it is, it is, you, you cross the border, and it's basically there. You mean the way you drive, it's less than two hours. Is that what oh, you're saying? God, yeah. <laughs> I just drove it. I mean, yeah. I, I'm trying to go. I, I'm a little bit um, concerned about get, getting a ticket, but, I mean, eight, 80 to me is absolutely fine on that drive. Sure. It's such a straight. It's such a straight shot, and man, can that be a boring drive? It is indeed. You know, I, was, I went for my walk this morning, and I got to tell you, and I walk in the city. I don't walk, you know, at a park or anything like that. I just walk through the city streets, and I was about to cross one of the major intersections, and I looked down. And there was a car about I don't know the city block away, so I start to I step out. I got two steps out on the road, and a guy went flying by me at about eighty miles an hour. Jeez. If I hadn't paid attention and just looked down there and saw he was a block away and walked out, he would have, he would have smoked me right in the middle of that crosswalk. He's doing 80 in a 30. Like, what the, where are you going? Well, that's well, why you can't trust people. You can't trust people. That's a great way to put it. You can't never, trust Never assume that they are going to do the right thing. I suppose that's true. Well, what's so... That's interesting that you say that because my wife this morning is a little beside herself because she's doing going through a lot of paperwork on different things and this and that and the other thing. She said, does anybody ever finish their job anymore? I get all this paperwork. About half the time it's wrong. The other half of the time it's not filled out properly. So does anybody do their... I said, no, honey, nobody. Nobody does their work 100% anymore. I don't know what the <laughs> hell that is. What is that? Attention spans. I guess. Why? We have no attention span. Why? We have no attention span. Because we look at our phones, we scroll through things, we don't read newspaper. Like, like we don't have patience anymore. Yeah, right. My my wife, who, God bless her, loves to read, right? Like, she is, and and she's very intelligent and reads very fast, way faster than I do. Now listens to books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I, I don't know if I could do that because the voiceover people that do that... Uh, they're okay at best, I would say. And now people read their own books, right? Yeah, like they, yeah, they like, do. Yes, they'll read their own. They're they're like, I, I wrote this book, and now I'm reading it. And I've always thought, do I really want to hear you read your own book? Like <laughs> again, I don't want to hear you say to me, "It was colder than a witch's tit." I want to read that in <laughs> J.D. Salinger's book. Can you imagine back in the day, like with parents, I'm talking way back, but can you imagine telling your mom or dad, yeah, here's the thing. I, I got a, a book for school and I'm going to listen to it. They'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> exactly. Because you, now you can't read. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it would have been considered extremely lazy at one time. No question about it. What is the percentage? There, There's a very high percentage of elementary school kids in America that cannot read. I mean, that's not good. Is there really? A big percentage cannot read because they, they always listen or look. They don't talk. They don't, they don't like, to themselves. When you're reading a book, are you kind of, like, talking to yourself? Is that how you feel? Um, it can be, yeah. Yeah. I, I know what yeah. you're saying, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, it probably is around the same. You're right. Yeah, reading is not a big deal. Arithmetic also not huge. No. 
Oh, math is long. <laughs> math long is long gone, gone man. <laughs> math is long gone. We got, we got, we got these babies to 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 help us with our math. Wait, Isn't wait, that unbelievable? Wait, what's your need, background? We need to re- rewind. Who is your lock screen, Judd? It's me. That's you. <laughs> that's wait, that's look me. At, I can barely see. Oh, there Boy, go. that is a hell of a picture right there. Mackie did it for me. Oh, oh, Mackie did it. Wait, wait, wait. Oh no. There you go. There it's you still go. Sh- the can... light's still shining on. Yeah, I know. I know. Tip it forward I can't a get little it away bit. From there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, it's, uh... it's like the AI. It's me. Yeah, cartoonist. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was ask... like a random guy, so I. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> me. Threw me off. Threw me oh, off. It's cartoon um, me. Tevin and AJ, do you ever work with people who have like a massive ego and have a picture of themselves like everywhere they go? Do you ever work with anybody like that? It's funny. I just saw Judd the other day, so. <laughs> yeah, there, there you have it right there. I've always there. wanted a character of myself, <laughs> and now I've got one, you know? Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I love cartoons. Why is it? No, never mind. I was going to ask you guys something, but you all three attacked me, so I'm not doing it. Forget it. Oh, come on. I always look like a dope in pictures. I, every time somebody takes a picture of me, even Awful. if I'm trying to get mm. straight, I look like an idiot. You know what? I got I I, I won't attack you because I've got the same problem. Here's here's <laughs> oh, the worst. Thank you. So here so here's what I hate. I refuse to smile in pictures because right. th- it, because the percentage of me looking like a dope increases <laughs> exponentially when I smile. Yes, me too. And and. You know, people are like, no, you should smile. I'm like, no, look at pictures when I smile. I look like a serial killer. I, I bet you probably just do like a fake, like I'm just smiling because it's a picture. Mm-hmm. My dad taught me when I was young, yep. like think of a joke or something you find funny and like legitimately start laughing. Oh, so like I'll annoy people when we do take a picture because I'll just be off on the side. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you actually have to be like laughing and that's how you get a natural mm. looking smile for pictures. Either that or you look like a psychopath. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ha-ha! <laughs> yep, that's exactly, yes. That last one, that's exactly what I do. But yes, age, that's a good idea. Yeah, force smile, and then like, yeah, I don't know, it's just a mess. I prefer, I prefer no pictures. Gotta be honest. Yeah, yeah same. Eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> it all works out in the end, so basically, uh, we, we find out about uh, Michigan losing their head coach, yep. Harbaugh, uh, any improvements in like say a local baseball team nope nope no nope. not happen, yet not, not yet I, I don't know <laughs> I, I i keep waiting for some like because they're not gonna sign it's not gonna be a big signing for sure but i right keep, right but you know how about a trade how about something i keep waiting um the timberwolves did come back and win last night Good. now it took them it took them some time to pull away from a Washington team that is god-awful, and they didn't look good again, uh, but they, they did win. So coming off the absolute disaster of a game against Charlotte a couple nights ago, that's good news. And they are now, again, tied for the Western Conference lead. So they're still in excellent, excellent shape from a record standpoint. No, i got to tell you guys something, and Judd, I want to tell you, and then I'll talk, do, it, do it again when Chris Eggert is on. Mm-hmm. But I, I was shocked, and I want to say thank you to the listeners to this show because you people are amazing. There's no doubt about it. I thought when we cut the show in half, we're going to lose a lot of downloads. Our downloads went up. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't you think if you're downloading three separate hours and now you're just downloaded one separate hour and a half that your numbers would drop? They didn't drop off. They went up. So you people, awesome. I love you. I love you, man. That's all I have to say. <laughs> 
That's so thank awesome. you. It was really great. Well, it's a good. I mean, look who I'm surrounded with for Christ's sake. How could it not go up? Well, that's a very, very good point. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying. You know what I think? Hmm. Uh, again, to, to go back to attention span, I think shorter in 2024 is probably better. Oh, it, it, mm. it's worked out beautifully. And it, that was our intent in the first place, to go from a five-hour radio show to a three-hour yep. podcast to eventually a one-and-a-half-hour podcast, and we're there now. And, again, thank you, listeners, for all your patience with all the rest of it. But we kind of segued into it, which I, uh, as, it, as it goes, just, God, I hate doing this. you got to give credit to Ginny, Dan, and Amy. I hate being nice <laughs> to people like that. You know well, what I mean? And don't forget my, my guy, Mackie, as well. Oh, Phil Mackie, absolutely. Who has played a huge role in the... He's. It's always nice to attach yourself to younger people who you trust and, and who have any idea about the future, because I will say often, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Like, the whole podcast thing, I, I've always enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but, you know, 10 years ago, I had no idea if this was going to be, like, a, a, a project, sort of fun one-off thing or, or where it was go- going to go. And we found out it's basically the future. <laughs> oh, it's definitely the future. You, I looked at some, some of the things going on across the nation in radio. It ain't pretty, man. It's, um, yeah, I don't know how much we are supposed to discuss that, but I've seen some of the same <laughs> things you're talking about. And, right. yeah, I feel, let's just say I think we all feel very good about being where we are right now. How about that? No, it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. And like I said, my family and I have been doing a podcast for 12 years, and I'm very happy we did that. And, by the way, thank you again to this audience. They, they listen to that show in droves, too. It's wonderful. We're going to build a hell of an audience, man. It's very nice. See, man, your popularity just maintains. Oh, nice. Right on. Your, your popularity yep. just maintains. They can, you, can leave, you can leave the queue, as you say. You can, you know what, though, but, but, you're, but the Tom Bernard fans find you. Nice try. Well, what, what do you be... mean? It was really sincere. I, I came up with sincere as I could possibly come up. I was very sincere I, there, I've been Tom. accused of being insincere, and I just sold that. <laughs> it was very, very nice. No. But again, thank you to, to everybody. Thanks for your patience. And I would say still about 85 to 90% of people don't even know the show's on yet because it takes a while. You know, mm-hmm. we're going yeah. to do some things uh, coming up that are going to be a lot of fun, and it'll get the word out there, so that'll be good. But I just wanted to, before you left, I wanted to mention that uh, our, our listeners are phenomenal. You people are amazing. Well, that's You're awesome. very patient. Let me put it that way. Yeah, well, see, they follow you. Thank, oh, it has nothing to do with you guys. It's just me. Oh, yeah. Is that no, the plan? Nothing to do with well, us. Well, I don't, I, I, you know, I'd love to take some credit here, but uh, I don't think they're, they're like, let's find those sports segments with Zolgad. <laughs> no question about it. No you know. question. Now, Tevin and Age, I can't speak for them. Perhaps they're breakout stars. I don't know. I, or they could be holding us back. That, is that yeah, what that you're is, thinking? That is true. Just dead weight. <laughs> just getting dragged along. Ugh. All right, Sonny Buck, you got to go, but we'll talk to you again uh, on Tuesday. You got that right. All right, gentlemen, have a great weekend. You too, sir. Judd's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, Score North. And, of course, Mondays and Fridays, we've got Phil Mackey from Score North, a hell of a setup. Once again, God, you know, it literally gives me chest pains when I say things like thank you to Jenny and Dan and Amy. But they are also the ones who came up with Score North and brought them on the show. Chris Eggert and I have been friends for a long time. But I hate Bob Sansevier, and he's going to be on later on today. So what am I supposed to do? There's just no balance there. (laughs) 
<laughs> Who could hate Sanny? Is there anybody that could hate Sanny as goofy as he is? No. No. Because no, even no. if he says something ridiculous, you're like, it's Sansevier. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's Bob. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey, Tom, what do you think? Hey, Tom. Honest to God, he used to do this to me. My phone would ring. I'd look down, and it'd be Bob calling. I'd go, hello. And he'd go, hey, Tom, it's Bob Sansevier. I said, yeah, I know it's you, Bob. I, you don't have to introduce yourself. I... I got it uh, as soon as you opened your yapper. I got it because when Bob calls, I back the phone off my ear by about six inches, mm-hmm. and then it's a pretty normal tone. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. As a matter of fact, the lovely and talented Chris Eggert. Would you ask, can we call him lovely? Yeah, I can see him I in the back so. room now, and he's shaking his head. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. The very average Chris Eggert will join us right after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lindella, MyPillow employees, want to thank my listeners for all of your continued support. You guys are great, no doubt about it. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets. They're wonderful. Catherine just bought some, as a matter of fact. They just arrived. They won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. And take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand-new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb. Got some dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM, and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan. A sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Yeah! So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. Hey, it's a new year, right? Well, why not treat yourself to a new gun from KNL Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner, hung out with him, had a great time. He's been in the firearms business for over... And by the way, I wouldn't say that if it were not true. Some guy, yes, we hang out all the time, and they never do. I, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to lie about it. But I do know Jim. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with a perfect firearm for your needs. KNL offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns and Tika rifles. High school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB in both right and left hand models. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lionel Lakes. Great store. They're open Tuesday through Saturday. You can visit them online if you want www.klgunstore.com. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. See, that's one of the people that makes me nervous when I say she does a good job. I hate that. <laughs> Amy? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Amy, you're doing a great job. Listen, great. Why, what is that about me? I have a hard time. I'm grateful, obviously. But it's, I don't know, it's weird. I don't know. Is it usually, some people, when you're nice to them, they take advantage of it? That could be it. I think it's because you've been hurt before, Tom. That's what <laughs> I'm deeply like. hurt. That's exactly right. I'm deeply, deeply hurt. I told Tevin to wear a green shirt today so we'd match, but he didn't do it, and I'm deeply hurt. Yeah. You see what I mean? But yeah. now you guys look like little Christmas elves with your <laughs> That's right. We look like little elves sitting in on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Eggert, how you doing? What's up? How are you? Magnificent. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. I want to mention this to you because you're a big part of it as well. But uh, our downloads went up after we cut the show in half. I was thinking, well, logically they would go down because the show's half as long, but you people have responded magnificently, so thank you. I want to let you know that. No that kidding. Our, that our downloads are up, actually, after uh, cutting it to an hour and a half. They really like the new format a lot. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. Indeed. So, what else is happening? Snow days are back. Snow days. God, did you look at the national weather map? Yeah. Does the weather suck everywhere? <laughs> My God. Well, that's that's the thing, right? Like, so St. Paul Public Schools came out. They're going to bring back snow days. Oh, they sure. They changed their policy during COVID that, like, if it snows, tough crap, they're having an e-learning day. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the teachers' union pushed back on it, apparently. So now the first two snow days of of the uh, school year, they will actually be snow days, and there will be no e-learning which is funny because we have had seven inches of snow this winter, period. Right. This right. time last year, we'd had like five feet of snow. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a year. Oh, man. What a, I'm sure they're going to blame it on global warming or something like that. I'm sure that's what it'll be. Oh, I'm guessing there's die. a fair amount of people who are going to fall into that. Uh, oh, no doubt about it. Put, once you put more windmills in the ocean and kill more whales, once you do that, you dumb bastards. <laughs> What? You see those those things are killing the whales for Christ's sake. They, what are you doing? Are there windmills in the ocean? That's, oh oh no, yeah. I need to Google this. Oh, you got to see it because it, the ships got like go the, not the ships but the boats go in between them and all. This. Oh yeah, there there windmills in the ocean. Oh my gosh. You see it? Yeah, offshore wind power. Just hang in with Uncle Tommy cuz I'll lead you down the right path. That's all I'm saying. Listen, Cole never choked out a whale. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> you damn right. You horn tootin'. When's the last time you heard of that? Never. I've never heard of a, a whale choking to death on coal. 
never. See, I've never heard I've never heard of a whale being hit by a coal train either. So Th that draw is your true. own conclusion. That's true. Last all you do is tell the truth. That's all I'm saying. That's all we ever hear from you. No question. Right. right. Why don't we calm down with all... Do you think there's any chance we can calm down and come together on anything anymore? No. It's going to be pretty uh, tough. I got something to tell you guys that might surprise you, actually. Because, you know, I've been a Democrat and I've been a Republican and now I'm very centrist. I just, you know, there are things about the, the left I don't like. There are things about the right I don't like. I got to be honest with you. And, you know, he's not like he's a friend, but I know Dean Phillips. I like the fact that Dean Phillips is coming out there saying, hey, why don't we get back to working together instead of pretending on Fox and CNN that we hate each other and this is a wrestling match. Uh, have you seen him speak lately? Is this not yeah. a wrestling yeah, match? I... What was that? Is, 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 is politics not a wrestling match anymore? Oh, it still is. There's no question. But let's <laughs> if we could move away from it a little bit, that would be I great. See, that's what I'm saying. But no, he, I, I saw him speak. Matter of fact, I reached out to him. Uh, I haven't heard back from him yet, but I'll try to get him booked on the show because I, I like what he's saying. Why don't we move back to the middle here and get along for Christ? I am sick to death of all the fighting. Got to be honest with you. I agree. I agree Let's 100%. work together, Shelby, because I don't know if you notice this in the Eastern Hemisphere, it ain't going too well when you don't all get along, if you know what I'm saying. Holy God, it's getting bigger by the day, it looks like. Not, not going too well anywhere, really, for that matter. No, it's um, really not. You know, uh, I think I just read a letter to the editor. Was it this morning in the Star Tribune? Somebody, uh, Dean Phillips, you know, because of where he's coming from on this whole deal, well, a lot of people are mad at him because the belief is he's going to take votes away. You know, the whole, like, if he ends up running as an independent or he goes mm -hmm. under that no labels party or whatever it might be. So he's um, while he's got some people paying attention to what seems to be a fairly centrist message. Mm -hmm. There are lots of people more polarized who wish it, he'd just go away because they don't want him to take any votes from anybody. Well, it's because of money. It's always about the money with the Democrats and the Republicans. That's the one thing those two parties have in common. They are money grubbing pigs. My God, so filthy. Just let everybody live their life. Calm down. I actually sent a message to uh, to Taylor, who works for Dean Phillips. We had Dean Phillips on the on the family podcast and did a really good job. Uh, but I, I just look. I think it's we got to move together here. This you making money off of us fighting like all-star wrestling has got to come to an end i mean some people are still going to do it but our leadership needs to toughen up and grow up here and say no 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 there are democrats there are republicans you extremists you go do what you do the rest of us democrats the middlings and the republicans will work together while you people just be pissed off at everybody on cnn and fox i mean it's so phony anyway well, God, I back to the wrestling bit wouldn't it be great if this whole thing could just be settled by an actual wrestling match? I would love it. Yes. Yes, I'm all in. A cage fight between Dean Phillips, <laughs> Wait, President no, no. Biden, <laughs> Donald Trump, how fitting, some of the other. How, how fitting is this that Saturday is the Royal Rumble? Just do a pre, like a, 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 a electoral Royal Rumble. 30 different candidates from like all around the country, and they come out in a random order. Yeah. You, you start the countdown. Who's number 30? Bar God, it's Biden. Biden's here. <laughs> I, I'd pay 30 bucks for that. 
You know what's really great about working with Chris all these years now, whether him coming on the podcast or, you know, doing this show with us, all the rest of it, he always knows when I'm about to take a shot at him and he changes the subject. (laughs) That was good. I was about to say, God, I hate news anchors. And he changed the subject just before I could say it. That was good timing, man. Master of (laughs) diversion. That's exactly right. You're never going to call me names again. I'll change the subject. <laughs> I loved it. All right, pal. Well, have a magnificent day. What are you going to do? Anything special today? Uh, you know, I have a consultant meeting coming up at 10. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know what? Every consultant meeting I have ever sat in on, I don't do a lot of talking. I sit in the back. And they always, always at the end go, that includes you, Tom. <laughs> Every time at the end, because they think I'm not paying attention or I, I might have a negative attitude. There's a possibility. That well, that's why you don't say anything. Because that way, <laughs> exactly. n- listen, I've, I'm just going to sit here and you say what you got to say. And exactly. We're going to open I'll, the door to everyone. I'll right? take it under consideration. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That was so great. But I could see the look in your eye. I'm about to take a shot at you. You know I'm about to take a shot at you. So what do you think of this other thing? (laughs) I like that, Chris. That was good timing. Hey, uh, doing what I can to keep it moving, man. Absolutely. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Looking forward to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation. That number is 952-925-5608. Josh, of course, hosts the Friday show on the Family Podcast. You should listen if you haven't, because he does a hell of a job. Don't you think? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. But honestly, God, I could see his eyes kind of like flicker, flicker, flicker. Oh, he's going to take a shot at me. I'm changing the subject. He's got like a radar. He, he can pick it up when it's coming his way. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. We shall take a break here, ladies and gentlemen. Be right back because Mr. Bob Sansford will join us right after this. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard name service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res card. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's the reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Yes, it certainly is, ladies and gentlemen. I have to take care of uh, something here, and Bob, we'll get into your report. I just received word that we have lost a friend, man. Who? Used to work at KS95. I just received word that Moon died. Do you guys know anything about that? I knew he had some health issues. You know anything about that, AJ? I, I, I saw a oh, over the break just now. Um, a listener yep. wrote in. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's new, that's news to me, though. I think we found it about the same time. So is it true, though? I got to find out if it's true because I love that guy, Moon, and his lovely wife, Catherine, and I. Doug Sprinthal and his lovely mm-hmm. wife go out to dinner, hang out. What a! I mean, obviously he's had health problems for a long, long time. But I want to make sure that we honor him by acknowledging if it indeed is true that he has passed. I just, man, I loved Moon. Funny, great guy, had a great sense of humor, going through all these health problems, it didn't matter. You go out to dinner with that guy, he would make you laugh every damn time. So, um, yeah, is there any way? Somebody said that Hutch announced it this morning. Yeah, you know? Sprinthal texted me and said that Hutch posted it on social media, I'm assuming, yeah, and saying I'm, that it uh, Moon passed away. I'm looking on the KS95 Facebook page as, as well right now, and it looks like there's a couple posts regarding it, so it does seem like it's unfortunately true. Okay, well, I just wanted to get that out there, because Moon, I will miss you, man. You're a lovely man. Luckily, because of Doug Sprinthal advertising on KS95 and the Q back in the day, he said, you know, you and Moon should get together, because you two would be a perfect fit at the dinner table. And I thank God that I got to know you, Moon, because you were one hell of a nice guy, a funny guy, 
Uh, sorry for all the troubles you had with your health over the years, but before we moved on, I just wanted to make sure that everybody did uh, know that I'm going to miss that some bitch like there's no one. God, he was funny. Did you guys ever get a chance to socialize with him? No, how old no. was he? Wasn't that old, was he? No, he's not very old at all. I think he's in his, he was in his fifties, wasn't he? Yeah, Maybe. I don't think he, yeah. Wow. I don't even know if he was that old to tell you the truth, but just the sweetheart of a wife, Moon. You were a god among broadcasters. That's all I'm saying. Very funny and a great, great guy. So I'm going to be uh, sad for about 45 minutes, but other than that, I will not be because Sanny's with us, ladies and gentlemen. Cheer me up, Sanny. I can't. No, I can't. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, because what I'm going to tell you is depressing news in its own right. Oh, God. Uh, what now? Well, the Chargers hired Jim Harbaugh. I saw that. Coach. Keep in mind, if the Vikings had hired him, he'd be entering his third season as their head coach. That's correct. And he might be getting ready for the NFC Championship game by now. Because he is a far superior coach to the guy you hired. True. And, I mean, everywhere he's gone, he's been a winner. Yep. You know, whether it's Stanford, the, the Niners, back at uh, with Michigan, he's been that, coming off a national championship, and he goes in with a situation. He, he's going to turn Justin Herbert into the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and suddenly that AFC West gets real interesting because the Chiefs have been dominating it. But, you know, Sean Payton is in Denver. He is going to turn things around there. Antonio Pierce is the Raiders coach, and he, he got that team on a little bit of a run at the end of the year, so it's going to become much more competitive. But all you could do is lament how the – and I don't know how they blew that. I think it could have been because maybe they had hired Quasi Adolfo Mensa and he didn't want to share, you know, control because clearly Harbaugh's going to want to have some control. Yeah, oh, God, yes, decisions. absolutely. And, you know, so you had a new GM who didn't want to give up any control. So, And I'm just, you know, hypothesizing here. That could be what the situation was. I suppose that's right. Why didn't we go after him again I, this year? Well, because you you weren't ready to give up on Kevin O'Connell. Why not? I mean, well, I mean, you had, certainly could have made the case, but the Wills are not they're not knee jerk. You know, they don't just pull yeah. the trigger to oh, we're done with him. It's not like the guy in Carolina, where you know he changes coaches as much as he changes underwear. <laughs> that's true. It is true. That is very true. You know, and. Um, you know, and if I while while I'm uh, we're mentioning that, can I go on a mild rant about the Hall of Fame and the voters? I want to hear a good rant, not a mild one. Okay, You're I Italian a, for Christ's sake. Italians have never ever delivered right. a mild rant. I have a vote. I'm a voter for the Hall of Fame. I voted right. for Joe Mauer. I voted for eight other guys, including Helton and uh, Adrian Beltre. Mm-hmm. And in the history of the Hall of Fame, and this goes back to the late 30s, I think, or 40. I could AJ, you can check that, but it's it's around there. One player ever has been unanimous. That, which tells you, you know, Ty Cobb was five votes short of being unanimous. <laughs> Babe Ruth was 11 votes short of being unanimous. That's hilarious. Ever hear of Joe DiMaggio? Yes. Didn't get in his first year. Didn't even get in. Because suddenly these writers, they're like gatekeepers. If they had going back then, and even now, look, I mean, Jack Morris should have gotten in much sooner than he did. But yeah. he didn't deal with the media. He was this was the some of these media guys, they hold a grudge and it's their way to get back. There well, are guys was... that give in blank uh, ballots. Nobody's on them. Right. It's absurd. And those people, 
they took a, a vote away from Dan Lebetard is uh you may know him. He's he's a Miami sure. Herald columnist yep. and he does a radio show yep. out of Florida. I think he had somebody else do his ballot once. They did he bought his radio show. They took his ballot away. How about taking the ballot away from the guys that don't vote for like well, like for instance, uh Tom Seaver before Mariano Rivera, he was the closest uh, you know, to but he wasn't unanimous. How about taking the ballots away from the guys who don't vote for anyone? Yes. When yeah. they turn in the ballot. Thank That's you. Good Bob. call. Thank you. It's horrible. And there's, you know, Maurer, four votes is all he made it by, and it should have been, uh, it should have been more than that. Because yes, I know. I mean, here, I think the national media had more respect for him than the local media, and I, I was critical of him too, at the end with the bilateral leg thing, and you know, and the, right. you know, you can't really get on a guy for concussions. But his career, if he had stayed healthy, he would have put up numbers that would have been incredible. He might have been close to unanimous. Yeah, I would agree. The guy, I mean, he three batting titles as a catcher, an MVP as a catcher. I mean, he did things when he was healthy and young that were incredible, and he absolutely deserves to be in. And the guys, I mean – I didn't vote. I got a lot of heat because I put my ballot out, and people went after me because I did not put Andrew Jones on my ballot. Right mm-hmm. now, Andrew Jones, because I did my research, he had the second. He, if he went in, he'd have the second lowest batting average in the Hall of Fame, and the only guy that had a worse one was the guy who was the catcher on the nineteen nineteen Black Sox, and, and he. <laughs> That's well, phenomenal. But, okay, but here's what's amazing about it: that catcher, whose name escapes me. Had a better on-base percentage than Andrew Jones. <laughs> so, I mean, how, I cannot vote in good – and I do say – and, yes, I've, I do vote for guys that were alleged or believed to take steroids because right. my feeling is if they're on the ballot, I'm going to look at what they did, their body of work. I don't – there's no doubt in my mind A-Rod should be in. You know, oh, Bonds, yeah. as bad as it was, should yep. be in. You know, these guys – Clemens, I mean, these guys should be in the Hall of Fame. And but you know but if they have a distinction like Pete Rose is not on the ballot never you know they they won't let him go on fine they want to do that frankly I don't think he should be judged what he did as a manager we should be judged on what he did as a player when he was one of the best players you know of all still has a right. history right so why is he not on the ballot but okay he's not on the ballot I can't vote for him. but if you're on the ballot I'm gonna I will d- decide whether or not I'm gonna vote for you. But Makes anyway. sense. I got to do but, this, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Bob Sands of your sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And now back to the very talented Bob Sansevier. Okay. I'm going to, you want another rant about the Pro Football Hall of Fame? <laughs> okay. 40 people basically have the vote. How do you keep Chuck Foreman out all these years? I know. That makes me, I couldn't agree more, Bob. <laughs> And okay, here, here's a stat when people say, oh, does he belong? Chuck Foreman played one fewer season than Lynn Swan, who is a wide receiver. Chuck Foreman had more career receptions than Lynn Swan, who's mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Yep. It's the Super Bowls that got Lynn Swan in. Yes, and that's right. where Chuck and Chuck and every other Viking that is not, or it took a while to get in, was because of the Super Bowls. Yet, Dan Fouts, who never saw a Super Bowl, got in. Yeah. So if you don't get in, your chances are better. If you don't get into the Super Bowl, your chances are better to get into the Hall of Fame, which is ridiculous. Bob, I have a question. You ever yeah. meet a nicer guy than Chuck Foreman? 
Great guy. I the do a show with him every guy. Thursday. He's phenomenal. Yeah, I'll be talking to him today. He is. He really is. Well, have I him mean, on this show with you too. Bring him it, on because yeah. I'm sick of you. Well, he was on one of the first shows you did. It's not the. <laughs> he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> he, Chuck's a great guy, and he. he is. Uh, I mean, he he knows he belongs in the Hall of Fame, but he, he does. doesn't complain about it. You know, he doesn't whine about it, and he just he doesn't he doesn't play up the fact. I mean, a lot of these guys that that had careers, they're still living in the past. Chuck doesn't. No, now, I agree. A incredible college and high school athlete. Mm -hmm. And did you know, by the way, that uh, in high school, do you know what two positions he played? No. Was not running back. Was not wide receiver. Quarterback? Offense, no, he was a tight end. Oh, and on defense, okay. He was a defensive tackle. Wow. Really? Well, because with his speed, the coaches wanted somebody who could just get in there and right. go right up the middle, and no one's going to stop him. <laughs> but in high school, Chuck was like a two-time state champion in the hurdles. I mean, he was a phenomenal athlete. And the spin move, which everyone has, you know, yes. if you're a Viking yep. fan, you didn't know. Have you heard the story of where that came from? He might have told it on your show. I think he did, yes. Watching Earl Monroe play basketball mm -hmm. for the Bullets. That was yep. the spin move that Earl Monroe used, Earl the Pearl, and that's where he got it from. And I mean, for him, it he's he still has the nickname the Spin Doctor. He revolutionized that position for in football. He was the first of the big time multi talented or multifaceted backs, and that alone should get him in. So Good Bob, things. because no Super Bowls, that's why he's not getting in. I think that's a big part of it. And he doesn't. What he needs is he needs a few guys on now the senior committee to speak up for him. I mean, remember they had like a they had the hundredth anniversary or whatever where they they had a but they had like a hundred players that that were eligible to get in and they put I think Drew Pearson got in. Chuck was not even on that list, I which know. was a travesty. I know because there's nobody here that is, is is making the case. It used to be Sid. I voted once in place of Sid when he had the vote, and then Mark Craig now has it from the Star Tribune. But Sid would get up because I knew a lot of guys that were voters. He would get up and basically call everybody an asshole if you don't put in Bud Grant or put in. <laughs> I mean, these There's guys, Sydney. They, but they paid the price because, again, like I said, with baseball, these writers hold a grudge. For the longest time, there was an AFL-NFL grudge that AFL right, guys would not right. vote for NFL guys. And that hurt a lot God. of them. I had a, a couple of voters tell me they did not vote for Carl Eller because he took drugs. And I, re I told them. Did you know that he was the first at former athlete to set up a drug program for NFL Correct. players? Correct. He helped them because, you know, he went through it and he was the best one to help them, but they didn't care about that. They didn't know about that. There was always an excuse. And all the Vikings who have gotten in from that era, they should have been much in much, much sooner because of the Super yeah. Bowl. That's why they were kept out. Bob, is there something? I mean, look at all the phenomenal players, the Scott Studwells, the Carl Ellers, the Alan Pages, Chuck Foreman's one of my favorite people ever. These are really good people, too. They're not assholes. No. They're and very that, yeah. nice people. And I know there's a lot of people that one of Bud's thing is, and Bud hurt Chuck. There's no denying it. And there's no he question. always wanted Jim Marshall to get in. Mm -hmm. Marshall... I'd put Chuck belongs more than Marshall. He was a very good player, but he had great longevity. He was not at the level of Alan Page or Carlisle. And, and, it's, and he was a great player, but he was good, not a yeah, Hall of Fame. And maybe he is a Hall of Fame player, but not ahead of Chuck Foreman. I see what you're saying. Yeah, You know what I mean? 
And that was a problem, yep. too. You know, no, you so, made the me Vikings sad. Are, but they've never been good. You've been sad, you know, about the other, the moon thing. So it's, nah, it's easy to true. keep you sad. That's true. You know? But, I mean, it, it doesn't it, – it, it, I think eventually he will. But somebody – and, you know, Mark's a good guy, Mark Craig. He needs to start uh, pounding the drum for Chuck. And yeah, telling does. him, you guys are really screwing this up. They have a meeting be- the week of the Super Bowl. That's what it always had been. Usually the day before, they vote on who should go into the, to the Hall of Fame. Now, Chuck's not up, but he needs to talk to these guys and say, we got to get Chuck on the ballot for the old time or the senior committee. Mm-hmm. It's wrong that he's not. But the yep. problem is, what about all those uh, you know 90-something other ones that were on that 100th anniversary thing then, and Chuck was not among them? That yeah. was wrong. Yep. I don't understand actually, it. I, I don't. I, I don't either. I'm, go ahead. I cut you off there. So. No, I, Chuck is one of the what a talent, supreme talent. He's one of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. But he You're could very, have been a prick. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he could absolutely, play. absolutely. Uh, it, that you does. Know, that, that upsets me. It does. So it's and it, and it's something that uh, he's in the Ring of Honor. I mean, he's in the Miami, their Hall of Fame, their Ring of Honor. He just got that honor uh, recently, going in the Ring of Honor at Miami. And it's well. I mean, he's he down there. He's a legend because of what he did at Miami. Yeah. Oh, no doubt, you know? no doubt about it. And he played there. He played uh, wide receiver, running back, and cornerback. Mm-hmm. He could have cut. Well, I don't, I don't believe Bud would have put him there. But Chuck said when he got drafted, Bud said, "Where do you want to play? You want to play really? wide receiver, cornerback, or running back?" Really? I don't think Bud would have put him at cornerback. No, I don't think so. I think but I right think he was that. just saying, you know, giving him the chance. Knowing Bud, he wanted to see if he was on the same page. Indeed. Okay, Bob, now you made me sad twice today. Way to go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Chuck Foreman needs to be in the Hall of Fame, and I'm very serious about that. He absolutely should have been in there years ago. Well, it's the same thing Tony Oliva. Never should have had to wait as long as he did. Look at this. I'm getting a call from our, the program director. Doesn't show his number on there, does it? <laughs> I wonder if he wants to argue about uh We'll find Chuck, out if I said Chuck something Foreman. wrong. Yeah, maybe he wants mm. me to get rid of you. That's what yeah. he is. I'll, gi- I'll give him a buzz. We've got a break coming up here in a bit. I just So if I don't make it back, I'll, I'll call him back and find out what, what the setup is. All right. All right, Bob. You made me sad twice today. I'm going to think about um, Moon and Chuck Foreman all day, and I thought the but world. Chuck, okay, Chuck is fine. He's vibrant. He's doing great. He is. He's doing great. <laughs> you gonna? What time are you working with him today? Uh, it, uh, later this morning. Does he come in live? We do live, and sometimes we do a phone call when we have a lot of other stuff. You doing live today? Today will be a phone call. Phone call. We'll give him a phone hug for me. I'll be sure that gets done. Okay, Bob. Thank you very much. Um, all right. I'm glad you were here, actually. It kind of lightened the moment because you've been a friend of mine for about 40 years, so it's nice to have a friend around. I'm a moment lightener. I don't know about that, necessarily. Well, you still got the the fun twins here. (laughs) We got the fun Fun twins. twins. The fun twins, when I think of them, yes, there's no question. Uh, All right, Sandy, we will talk to you on... uh, Tomorrow. We'll talk to you tomorrow again on the, the, the... Friday show on the Friday. That's and good. By the way, I call the fun twins Tev J. Tev J. I like it. I, like it. I, I, I understand well, Tev and his name Even. first there. Why don't you go T E V and then A J so it's Tavaj? Ooh, Tavaj, I like Ah, that. Tavaj. That, that sounds, sounds like snazzy. Sounds like a woman's a feminine product. <laughs> Tavaj. <laughs> Tavaj. <laughs>
they are kind of feminine products. I mean, they're very attractive men, let's be oh, honest. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying. All right, Sandy, get the hell out. All right, see you later. <laughs> Take it easy. Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. We will take a break. I'm going to call Dan back and see what's happening. So if I don't come right back with you, uh, just carry the show. He might not even answer when I call him back. But uh, if I don't make it back, it's not going to take that long. Okay. 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 Yeah, sounds good. All right. Thanks. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan. A sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Yeah, Now we're talking So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I did talk to Dan, and it was about Moon. Ladies and gentlemen, if you hadn't heard yet, Moon, one of the legendary radio people, in, well, not only in the state of Minnesota, but the United States. He had fans everywhere in the United States. One of the great guys you'd ever want to meet, his lovely wife as well. Um, I think Dan is, I asked Dan if he would reach out to Hutch, and so if you guys are, if you keep an eye on the phones, if, uh, 
if Hutch can call in, that'd be great because I, I just, it's really unfortunate. There's been a lot of, in my life, people die. I should, don't hang around me. Yeah. Because there seems to be a lot of honestly, death. I do. I have a lot of death in my, my life. I don't know what the hell that's all about. It has been since, uh, well, we talked about like, Catherine Roshini was in town and we took her, uh, she's a friend of Catherine's, and we took Roshini to dinner last night and we were talking about all those different things about how you get through life. And, and she, I think she worked at CCO for quite some time, if I remember correctly, but uh, a very nice person. We were talking about all this stuff last night, the business and where it's going and ra radio's going and podcasting is... Uh, creating quite the boom but uh yeah if you if you happen to notice uh, your phone ringing or whatever it's probably hutch calling in to mention a few things because i think um oh he's calling the, is he calling you yeah probably but i can't put him on the air um i'll i'll reach out to dan about uh okay about yeah because because I, I don't want to just hold the phone up to the mic that it's <laughs> yeah. not terrible yeah, so if if he if he call one of you guys or whatever, that'd be great. I would love to to have that. I mean, I, I I should have probably mentioned that to Dan that I have no way to put him on the air from my phone, mm -hmm. but you guys can direct him to a good. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Moon, uh, who did the afternoon show at KS ninety five for how many years? He started. I just saw the email from Dan. He sent out. He started Drive Time in two thousand three. Two thousand three. God, an amazing. Moon and Stacy, a phenomenal show on KS95. And I, I, I don't even actually remember how I first met him. He reached out to a, I think it might have been Doug Sprinthal, because uh, Walzer at that time, I was doing all their stuff in the morning, and then Moon was doing all their stuff in the afternoon on KS95. So, yeah, it was Doug Sprinthal that in introduced me to Moon. Uh, I will be thankful for that forever. Moon had a, uh, a very tough road to hoe with his health for, God, how many years did that man deal with that uh, health problem? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, well, because I think it was 2005. It looks like that's when he kind of started having all the health issues. And so, yeah, finally, yeah. after all this time, kind of did him in. I've got Hutch it's on the true. phone here now. Forget it. I don't want to talk to Hutch. I've decided against it. Hutch, how you doing, pal? Hey, Tommy. Uh, you know, I don't like talking to you either, so we're <laughs> bringing us together. Except for Moon on buses bringing... going to the state fair. Then we talk. Yeah, when he gives me his drink tickets, and then I get in trouble for drinking his drink tickets. You know? <laughs> I forgot about that. Did you really get yeah. in trouble for that? I mean, there was a look. <laughs> and you know how looks go in radio. And every closed-door meeting, you know, you always think it's you. So there was plenty of, you know, plenty of that, man. Well, thank you for the announcement this morning. Uh, somebody had heard you talking about it and reached out to me. I was so lucky that uh, Doug Sprinthal advertised on KS95 with Moon and with us over at the queue. And he said, you got to be. I'm sorry, Doug who? Doug Sprinthal. Doug who? Yeah, guy. I don't know that name. Oh, yeah, here we <laughs> go. All right, Hutch. Oh man, how's the show going? You're doing very, very well, man. Congratulations. Well, yeah, we're we're planning. You know, Stacy and I are planning to. You know, Stacy was on this morning, and we're planning to uh, to do something today. You know, I, uh, man, Tommy, I this one hits hard. You know, oh god, and, yes. Uh, you know, in radio, and I'm I'm trying to hold back everything I have, and I know we're not supposed to on radio because it gets more ratings. But yeah. I want to say this before I started crying is that. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know in radio when when there's a transition and when i was hired to take over for moon man my stomach was excited but it turned into nuts it was one of those things where you had to um you had to put ego aside no matter what you thought of yourself or how good you were and you had to say this guy's got a following and whatever i can do to keep that following and gain more listeners i'm going to do Mm-hmm. And I talked to Moon for hours before I had the job, hours and days. And the guy wouldn't shut up about how great he was and <laughs> yeah. how yeah. awesome his show was. But the guy always had faith. And first day I walked into that studio, my first show with Stacy, I walked in and the front desk person goes, you got big shoes to fill. And I go, wow, I needed to hear that right now. But I knew I did. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. And Moon Weekly would send texts and messages and uh he uh he always the last conversation i had was four days ago when he was in the hospital stacy and i went to go see him and uh i walked in he was surprised and he goes i heard you guys are killing it and he goes i am your biggest fan and he goes he said uh (laughs) he goes keep killing it keep doing it and i am so proud of you there's our and guy, that's Moon. That meant everything to me. And then I looked at him right in the eye. And I said, I love you. And he said, I love you back. And we walked out. There it is. Hutch, I'm and telling you, Oscar. Here's ahead. the thing. Stacy and I, we, we got the news that he was in the hospital. And this is for anyone listening right now, whether it's live or on the podcast later. Stacy goes... Do you want to see him maybe tomorrow or the next day or whatever? And the answer is always going to be no to your lover, to your friend, to your partner. If you have the chance to see them, see them. Because if we'd waited, we wouldn't have had that moment. Right. And the last show he did with me, it was it was kind of a surprise show for everyone. Moon hadn't been on the air uh, for four years. And Stacy was on vacation, and I invited him for him and I to do the bro show. And it was his final show from 2 to 7 that he did with me. And he said to me after the show, it was me and him in studio, and he said to me after the show, he goes, this is one of the greatest things to happen to me in my life. And I said, I thought about that, and I said, you know, man, thank you, you know, and I left. But today I realized it's the greatest memory that I will ever have. And what so a great story. I'd never done a show with him. And so, Bernard, you know, he loved you, man. You know, he, oh, he couldn't did, stop man. talking about, he couldn't, he couldn't stop talking about all of his friends in radio. And yeah. And how... Yeah great they were to him and every story had to do with you and i hope you know from the bottom of your heart man not only have you changed a lot of people's lives in the radio career and listeners but that man learned a lot from you and right, you, you can stop that now pal well man, i hope you know bitch whether he said it to you or not he did i hope you know now you got me crying, pal. Thanks a lot for that. Now it it it's well, not, that's how much we love this guy, man. We're both tearing up and choking up because he was a, a wonderful man. Well, let me tell you this. I'll, I'll I'll end it with you with this because I'm sure you have tons of people that want to tell moon stories. Um, he does want to have a bigger funeral than you ever have. So if you could, <laughs> thank you for you cheering know, me up. I appreciate your it. your plans for a funeral. He wants to have a bigger <laughs> service. So you know. In 20 years, whenever the, your time is there, we're just going to have to have a little, a little, you know, boat just push you out to sea, and, and no one will know. 
Yeah, thank uh, you very much. Hutch, let me close I with love this. You, I love you too, pal, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, when I talked to, to uh, Dan Seaman, Amy Daniels, Jenny Hubbard about coming to work, you know, you always wonder, you know, we've been competitors for years and years and years. I walked into that Hubbard building, and I remember specifically being on that bus going to the state fair. You guys are going to the fair. I was going to the fair, all the rest of it. You, Stacy, everybody who works at Hubbard was so nice to me. I will never forget it. Uh, you know, Moon, he was wonderful. But every single one of you, whether it's AM people or FM people or people in sales or management or whatever, uh, that, that day riding to the state fair with you, I will never forget how nice you were to me ever, man. You are a wonderful human being. I do love you, pal. Uh, and I we, love you. Well, we got each other. We don't have moon anymore, but we have men in our hearts and we'll, we'll go. So yes, it's a good thing well, for I people should, to I hear. I should say this because moon would want me to do this. Make sure you listen at two o'clock to KS 95 to me and Stacy. <laughs> I will get that done for you, sir. Hutch, come and on the show what? more. Yes. I would love to. I just want to say KS95. <laughs> Hutch, thank you so much for your time, and thanks for making me tear up. I really appreciate it because I felt thanks good, so actually. All right. I, I got it out. Thanks, Hutch. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. I'm serious. I will never forget because you never know. You're getting on a bus with a bunch of people you don't know. Uh, we've been competitors for years and years and years. I got on that bus. I was treated like I was just one of the gang and laughing and joking. It was wonderful uh, to come over to the Hubbard organization and meet all these nice people. And it, it really, I'm glad in a way he did make me cry there because it, it was there. As you know, it's there. And it's eventually going to come out, but you just don't know when it is. Mm-hmm. But that that's the real thing, to be in the business together. I love Hutch. He's a wonderful guy. Same, same with, you know, Moon. I adored that man. So when I saw that this morning, it was difficult. Yeah. And I should probably stop talking about it. Otherwise, it's going to get hideous again. <laughs> but love to everybody in the Moon family, all his friends. Hutch, thank you so much for calling in. Dan Seaman, thank you for setting that up. I appreciate it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And do we have to take a break, or are we done taking a break? No, we still have a break. Um, okay, I got to make we'll, sure. We... Yeah, we'll come back with Chris and Burr right after this. Sounds great. Thanks, Bill. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at 129 bucks, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard name service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carpet care. Is that text you're sending so important that you miss your turn? 
Is that texture sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that texture sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Kristen Burt with us. You just missed me crying on the air, Kristen. I heard it. I was crying myself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys cry. <laughs> I'm an empath, so I'm one of those people yeah. like, you throw up, I throw up, like you cry, <laughs> I cry, that kind of thing. <laughs> I, what's wonderful about that moment, because it was a real moment, we just found out that that moon had died. And I, I'm telling you, I'm realizing every day how lucky I was to end up where I started. I started my career with the Hubbards, and I will end my career with the Hubbards. And and for Hutch to call in the show, giving his love to to me and everyone else, it's a very, very special place to work. Don't you guys think so? Oh, absolutely. For me, I'll I'll say yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I love working. And and even just the exchanges I have with Amy are, are always so lovely. I appreciate it. Oh, so she doesn't lip off to you like she does to me? No. Oh, Not so aware. I get all the heat. That's what they do. Yeah. Listen, Bernard, that's what I get. <laughs> no, I love Amy. Amy's wonderful. Dan Seaman couldn't be. Honest to God, Dan could barely talk. Dan, of course, had had a programming across the entire country for Hubbard, and he could barely speak when he called me to tell me that, yes, it is true, that Moon had died, and it, it just... The feeling, and I'll say this again, Chris, and I'm not going to take up all your time, but i gotta, I got to say this. To get on that bus, to head to the State Fair with all those different Hubbard people, radio people, podcasting people, salespeople, they were, every one of them was very nice to me. And I'll tell you why that means so much to me. You know that when I left, when I got fired at KQRS, not one person in that building reached out to say, I'm sorry you're leaving? Not one of them. And I got every damn one of them their job. Isn't that amazing? But that's the that's how that place feels. I mean, Tevin, you used to go in there. Mm-hmm. That place always had the weird ass feeling to us, like because they were jealous of your success rather than being happy for you, like Hutch and Moon and people like that, right? Yeah, it was definitely a kind of a weird vibe at times, kind of in those hallways with people running around and things like that. It was indeed, and now they got a two share for good for you. Anyway, moving forward with Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. 
Got to wipe a little tear out of my eye again it's there. Okay, it's okay. No, good leadership always fosters a good working environment. No doubt about say it. that. No doubt. Yeah, a lot of Netflix news this week. I don't know if people have been oh like really God. watching. Yeah, and it's so funny because about a year and a half ago, everyone was talking about the demise of Netflix because all the subscriptions yeah. went down, people were canceling, yep. and they have made a roaring comeback. They are the network to beat. If you want to go out there and yeah. yep. create a successful network, you want that Netflix model, but no one seems to be able to chase them. Um, I think the biggest news today, just Griselda, is the Sofia Vergara mm -hmm. drama series that has dropped today. Um, I've seen a couple episodes. It is outstanding. And it's so funny because we have seen Sofia in these co comedic roles. Mm -hmm. She's on America's Got Talent now as a judge. She's really digging into the drama. And I'm like, let's predict it now, the Emmy nomination for next fall. Just saying it. I'm saying it here and now. But she plays the cocaine grandmother. <laughs> um, well, I mean, she she ran one of the most successful cartels out of Colombia in the Miami area. Um, it's a true story. And the plot line kind of like has two, two parallel plot lines of a female detective that is trying to go after Griselda. And no one in the police department is like, there's no way that a, co a grandmother is running the biggest cocaine cartel. No one believed, right. of course, the female police officer or female detective. And uh, of course, Griselda running her successful cartel. So if you're looking for something new, it's six episodes to binge. Definitely check it out. There you have it. Well, I like her anyway. And I don't oh. really know why I like her. Oh, yeah. She's so weird. She is funny. Um, she yeah. doesn't take herself too seriously. She's done some really good interviews this week if people haven't seen it. And she's like, listen, I know that my big boobs and my curvy body <laughs> open doors for me. But women won't, some women won't admit that. And she's like, it got me in the door. But then once I got into that door, I had to prove it with my talent. And she has. She's had yeah. four Emmy nominations on Modern Family. And she also understands her limitations. She's like, look, they're not going to hire me as a scientist because of my strong accent. So um, <laughs> I like that she understands where her strengths and weaknesses are. And I think it's allowed her a very, um, a career that has a lot of variety to it. Mm -hmm. it you said she plays a grandma in this show? Remember, she's, she's 51. Yeah, but she so does, she, she looks like she's about 35. Yes, she looks, but remember, if you take a look at the photos, they kind mm. of age her oh, a little bit. She's okay. had a lot of prosthetics on the face. It's a real dramatic transformation. I mean, you still know it's Sophia. Yeah. And she's still kind of a hot grandmother, let's admit that. <laughs> but she doesn't have that, maybe that as much of that glamorous side. It's, it's just a okay. different, like more mm -hmm. brooding grandmother. It's good. It's good. Um, the other big news is that Sex and the City is headed to Netflix, which is proving that everybody wants to license their shows back to Netflix because that is how they're making their money. And someone said to me the other day, what's the point of HBO and Max at this point? I'm like, I know. <laughs> because it, you're going to start seeing a lot of titles start crossing over to Netflix really? again. Yep. You know, all the, uh, you know, it, during the pandemic, everyone was like, we're taking the office back. I wouldn't be, and this is why all of a sudden we're starting to see like things like suits cross over to Netflix. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the office back on Netflix at a certain point. Really? Cause Peacock, Peacock has it now. Yeah. Yeah. And Peacock is like, listen, we're strong with 31 million subscribers, but at the same time we've lost hundreds of millions of dollars 
And until they can figure out a way to make that happen, and they're hoping the Olympics helps them with that, it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. Especially, and you see WWE. WWE just made a deal with Mm -hmm. Netflix this week. I, I mean, we are seeing, you know, time and time again that Netflix, we might be just watching Netflix at the end. Like, they all will be absorbed into Netflix. Well, it could be. I mean, that's, what if we end up with four networks just like we used to have? I, you know, you joke about that, but yeah. I would not be surprised if I that's wouldn't the way. Either. And I wouldn't say four, maybe I'd say like eight to 10, mm-hmm. but I think like that is where we are heading. And remember, for so long, they're like, the ad model is dead. Guess what? All these subscribe uh, subscription-based models are like, nope, we need ads. We need ads to survive. No question about it. my favorite line in the history. Do you have a favorite line in the history of the office? Hmm. Should I tell you what my favorite line yeah, is in the history me. of the office? It's I love it. Steve Carell, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal actor in that part, particularly. He looks at the camera and he says. I'm not superstitious, but I'm kind of stitious. <laughs> <laughs> I just love lines like that. I'm not I mean, superstitious. That's what she said became part of oh, the that's what she. Song. That's what she yeah. said. Yeah. You know, said it really fast. <laughs> <laughs> that is a damn good show. Catherine, I still watch it. We absolutely do. You know, we're going to start doing, Kristen, because I think you're the first one that brought up the Monk, Monk's last case mm-hmm. a while back. I think we're going to go all the way back and start watching that series again because, man, there's I don't remember all that stuff. How, what was it, eight seasons, something like that, yeah, a it, Monk? Yeah, it had a long run. It had a long run. Great CBS. show, though. Such a good show. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you'll never hear me say a bad word about him. He just is great such a guy. great actor. Yep. Such a great actor. Um, I, I'm just thinking, I'm like, more, yeah, more Netflix news. They One thing they are doing, Halle Berry did a, uh, she's got a production deal with them. She had one movie called The Mothership. It is completely not seeing the light of day. This is the other interesting thing streamers are doing. If they feel like it was taking too long in post-production, they're like, it's costing us too much money. They would rather take the tax right off now than have it see the light of day. Jeez. That's amazing. It's amazing to see how fast um, the business model has changed in Hollywood. You know, we can go back to pre-pandemic 2019 to now, but I even think about when we started this show in February, how fast things have changed. Stuff we were talking about in February mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. exist. Or how we were like, oh, you know, that, that AI thing. And here we are. We were like fully launched into AI just months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was the Halle Berry movie not going to be potentially any good and that helped them scrap it? Or was it just because it was taking too long, costing too much money? I haven't heard anyone say that it was bad. Okay. But I think because it was a sci-fi film, it was about a woman whose husband, they they worked on a farm, and her husband disappears, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she uh, discovers like an extraterrestrial object underneath her house. And the race is on to go and find her husband. And I think all of the special effects in the post-production took too long, and it was Mm -hmm. costing them too much that they're like, we're going to cut our losses now and just be done with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I suppose course, that does make sense. Yeah, it does. And, and uh, the other big Netflix show, American Nightmare. Have you guys watched it yet? I've no. like one episode in, yeah. You saw one episode. Yep. It's three episodes in total. It's a true crime, true crime docuseries about a woman who was kidnapped. The police did not believe her and her boyfriend. They thought it was a hoax. 
Um, there's a lot of like WTF moments in the entire thing. I, I will say that there's you'll be left with some questions and you probably will have to go back and watch the 2020 special on okay. it to fill in those <laughs> holes. Um, but it really shows how oftentimes when it comes to sexual assault, women are not believed. And, yeah, and it's probably why yeah. a lot of women do not come forward. The other thing I saw from Netflix earlier this week was they finally released the first like tr official trailer for the live adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender. That's supposed to be like Ooh. next month. Um, it's got like Daniel Day Kim and it's a guy, you know, it's got a pretty, it looks solid cast, but have you heard anything like review wise this early or is it still too far out for anything like that? Still too far out. I usually get um, screeners about a week or two out, just depending on how secretive they're being about it. Sometimes they'll give it to us only two days ahead of time. Okay. Um, if they don't give you the screeners at all, that's when you know it's a big bomb. Okay. <laughs> they don't want your review ahead of time. They okay. want to catch your dollars and then you can review it. All right. That yeah. does make sense. I'm going to need your... But I'll keep my eye out for it on screeners, though. Yes, please do, because I've been waiting for this for years. That's like my favorite show growing up. I love that show oh, so much. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it when people are excited about a show, but let's just say officially, like, Netflix is back in a big way there we go mm -hmm. no question about it all right Kristen, do me a favor and don't don't die over overnight oh my gosh don't say that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah. what is wrong with you we i had just a little mini earthquake uh, yesterday so oh did you like, really yeah just a little one like a little 4.2 shaker 4.2 <laughs> shaker that's okay. nothing that's a baby you're just like oh earthquake <laughs> <laughs> I would oh, ever just shot. be oh earthquake. It, it's when oh, I, I've earthquake. experienced a seven point one out here, and I was like, oh yeah, those Ooh. are scary. Yeah, you I don't understand. want those. All right, don't have an earthquake, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thanks, my dear. <laughs> Kristen Burt, Entertainment News, brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. I, uh, that's going to do it for the show today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to try to reach out to Dougie Sprinthal, see if we can have him on the family show with us because he and Moon were very close. We will talk to you guys later. Thank you.